Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about what happens when you are faking your happiness during the holidays, in social situations, and in the bedroom. And as we start today's show, I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, saying you're happy isn't the same thing as being happy. Mm-hmm. Gets into that whole mindset of faking it, and what are you doing, and how are you internalizing all of that? and The masks we wear. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. We're going to be talking a lot about that in today's show. For those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, welcome. We're so excited to have you. We start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage Show with a hug, and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone just like you, Mm -hmm. someone in the one family who's having breakthrough, who's experiencing different things in their marriage because they've gotten plugged into what's going on here. And this week's hug is sponsored by Gainswave, and you can check them out at gainswave.com slash special. And you know, here's the thing that I didn't know until I started looking into Gainswave, but more than half of all men struggle with erectile dysfunction, also known as ED. And Gainswave is this revolutionary therapy that's treating ED at the source. And I actually had the opportunity a couple months ago to interview the doctor behind all of this and really learn the science. And here's the thing, it's not just the lasting results, but it's a more realistic approach than the ED medications. Right. Right, because you're not gonna be on these endless prescriptions. You're not gonna be you know, planning your next intimate moment and just waiting for that little blue pill to kick in. Right, you're really, you're addressing this at the source in a t- safe 20 minute medical treatment with a certified Gainswave physician. This therapy breaks up blockages and repairs blood vessels for better blood flow. Also, you can have and achieve a greater sex life. And guys, if you're, if this is you, I know a lot of us will sit there and go, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Hey, I can be one of the first ones to raise my hand at times like this. And, and just assessing this as we get older, as I get older, man, if this is you, don't sit around and, oh, maybe I'll get better. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next month. Go to gameswave.com slash special. Learn more. Absolutely. And they've got a special for the one family. So you can text OEM to 313131 and get $150 off your Gainswave treatment. Or like we've been saying, go to gainswave.com slash special for that discount on your Gainswave therapy. So this week's hug comes from a Facebook message that we received. This one said, I found your podcast about two to three months ago and decided to start from the beginning, from episode one. Right on. I listened to them on Mondays, my marriage Mondays, and I listened to two or three each week. I recently became a stay-at-home mom again to our four-year-old and 15-month-old, and I've struggled with the complete change of my sense of self. At the same time that I changed from working out of the home to a stay-at-home mom, I married my husband, so lots of changes in one fell swoop. 
A lot of my friends worried that my husband and I were already in trouble a few months into our marriage because I was listening. Mm. But I tell them I want to start early. I want to get us on the right track to start and keep the progress smooth versus trying to correct what's established later on. Bing, 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 bing. I love it. You get nothing else. Yep. Right there. Being proactive. And and tell your friends too. At the same time, you, you don't have to be in crisis to come and listen to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. You don't at all. So good. She goes on to say, anyways, I just came across episode 21, All is Fair in Love and Marriage. I have to say that Lisa's comments struck home. I often find myself saying or thinking it's not fair that my husband can go to work out of the house and get away from the kids, that my husband can go out with his friends. I have a few friends in the area because where we live is not where I grew up. My husband can go to the gym to work out, whereas I've relegated myself to working out at home. I'm always around the kids and never get a break, and he always has a break. Before, when I would try to bring this up to him, I wouldn't know how to convey the frustration of it's not fair without whining or anger. So while the episode didn't immediately resolve my situation, I at least know that by putting the work in, I can accept that what I contribute has value as much as what he contributes. Mm -hmm. Huge breakthrough right there. The scale isn't weighted by what he does and what I do. It's weighted by his effort and my effort. And where that's concerned, I know he and I are equal. And I know that he knows we're equal. So thank you for voicing one of my biggest struggles since getting married six months ago. Thank you for validating what I feared was a, it's just me hang up. Your podcasts have already enhanced my relationship and my marriage. Mm, Love it. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And, you know, as we head into the show and, you know, Tony opened the show talking about faking it, you know, faking our happiness during the holidays here in social situations and in the bedroom. And, you know, it's the time of year mm-hmm. where we get caught up in what everyone else is doing. You know, there's so many events on the calendar where, you know, you're all dressed up and you're looking at what everybody else is wearing and you see all the folks posting their perfect family pictures. I love, I got to just say, I love it when people post like kind of the behind the scenes or the blooper shots. Yes. Right. Where the kids are screaming and looking in seven different directions and you know, there's the photo bomber and everything else. And, and everyone else seems to have it all together, right? Like everything that we see just looks perfect because it's Christmas and everything. We've got this idea that it should all be perfect, Mm -hmm. right? And then there are the days when you pull into your driveway or you walk into your kitchen or you crawl into your bed and you're thinking, what about us? Why don't we look like that? Why isn't our marriage like that? And yet, hold on, because when someone asks you how you're doing, well, you fake it. You come back with the, we're good. Smile on your face. We're doing great. I couldn't be better. The family's doing fantastic. You know, you're playing it's all that part. Rainbows and unicorns, right? You're throwing on the masks. It's hey, what I'm just showing you mm-hmm. is just the surface. Absolutely, and and the truth is, is that for a lot of you listening, and even in years past, for us, the holidays are one of the hardest times of the year. Because there's been this growing disconnect and you're wondering what's going to happen this year, mm-hmm. right? Are, are we going to make it through the holidays? Are we just putting on a pretty face? Is next year going to look like this year did? And ultimately, are we going to make it? Right? It's a question that a lot of you are having. It's a question that, that over the years we've asked ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've had times. Absolutely. I mean, four, no, not 14, 12 years ago was the Christmas where we lost our son, Andrew. Wait, is that right? 12, 13. 
13. It would be 13, 13 years, years ago on December 14th, 2004. Four. Yeah, there were the Christmases where we didn't have money, but you wouldn't have known it looking under our Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Right? When we all got together with the family. There were the Christmases where Tony and I, I'm not even sure that we said like 10 words to each other. I'm sure we said 10 words. They weren't words of happiness and joy and season greeting. Right. It was more like, you're not doing something. Right. Right. Like, I'm just going to be snippy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it with a smile. So everybody else that might be looking over at us as I'm like grumbling under my breath will think, oh, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. And, and, and there were years where faking it, honestly, you guys, seemed like a way of life to us. Where our masks were so thick that if you looked at us from the outside, you would have thought we were fine. A lot of people did. And yet you're looking at yourself in the morning, hearing your alarm clock going off, hitting snooze 10, 20 times, been there, mm-hmm. know it, wondering why I'm going to even get out of bed this morning. It's, you know, when we were in those seasons of, of faking it, it was one of those things where we would just be like, are we going to make it through one more year? Are we Like we were saying all the right things to other people, Right. And we were doing all the quote unquote right things. And we just hoped that no one would dig too deep to find out what was really going on beneath the surface in our marriage because we were a mess. And, you know, the idea of faking it often gets associated with orgasms. Right. Because when we've talked about that in the the last few months about faking in the bedroom and, and things like that. But the fact of the matter is, is that so many people are faking their marriages. Mm hmm. They're faking what's going on with one another. They're faking what they are putting out there to the world. And faking, pretending, isn't doing you or your marriage any good, right? Because when you ignore the challenges that the two of you are having, when you pretend that everything's okay, when you put on that happy face and, you know, we've done it, right? Where, you know, you're driving to church and the kids have been fighting the, from the moment you like backed out of the garage, and when Elisa says the moment, like even trying to get them into the car, oh sure, there's the struggle, and then the drive down is the pointing at each other, the the snippiness at each other, the the screaming, and then out of nowhere, and I will raise my hand because I've been there. You yell, you know, loudly. Everybody, be quiet. And you probably don't say be quiet. Hey, hey you're just frustrated. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're, you're thinking about what's coming up, where what's going on, and all you want is some peace and quiet driving to church. And then you walk into church and everybody's like, hey, you're like, oh my gosh, so great to see you. Tell me what's been going on this week. And you're like, but in, like literally 22 seconds earlier, you were seething at your family, mm-hmm. right? Or, or like in our case, that Christmas 13 years ago, when Andrew had died on December 14th, so mind you, 11 days before Christmas, 10 days before Christmas Eve, when we got together at Tony's aunt and, uncle house, aunt and uncle's house. And, you know, people are asking me, Alisa, how are you doing? And through gritted teeth and that pasted on smile, I was telling people, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. A- and literally, guys, this was 13 years ago. As I tell you this story right now, I can be back in that place in an instant because I was telling everybody I was fine and it was a complete lie. And then on the other side, I was seething as well. Anger, frustration. It, it was a tough time. 
Uh, and I will say, and we're going to get to what you can do so you don't have to be in that place like we were because we were stuck in that place Christmas and holiday season after holiday season after holiday season. I think it was three or four holidays. Oh, sure. That we were this way. Oh, sure. I mean, years in, where where the, there was so much disconnect between the two of us that, that we were literally just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. We, we had, a, you know, the year that Andrew died, our son Alex was two. And so we were still doing Christmas. I mean, it wasn't like I got to, you know, take a break from Christmas and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go crawl up in a hole. And, and there were years after, even after Abby was born the following year where, you know, we're still doing it. But but there was no love connection between Tony and I. I mean, again, it was it was this whole facade. Right. And, and because we kept up that facade, let me tell you what happens when you keep up those masks. You don't allow other people to speak life into your relationship. You don't allow support to come when the two of you need it the most. And when you fake it and you keep those masks on, it's very tough for your spouse to love you for who you are. We've said it many a times over these years is when you remove the masks, you're loved more for who you are, not less. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're taking it off because you're being real and honest and open and, and you're letting these things out because faking it over and over again doesn't get you anywhere closer to the happiness or the joy that you want insanity the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result well if you're doing the same thing over and over and you're getting the same result it and it's not where you want to be then a change needs to be made and we both believe that that can happen well we're living proof mm-hmm Right. The problem with us is that it took us a lot longer because we didn't take off our masks for a long time and we didn't admit that we needed help. And it's part of the reason why we're doing this show now, mm-hmm. because I honestly believe that there are many of you listening to this going, if you could raise your hand right now and say, Tony and Lisa, that's me. You would. And you don't have to because we know you're there. It's why we're doing the show. And this may be not because of a situation or a hurt, or an issue that is between you and your spouse even. Mm-hmm. This may be even from long ago, from your childhood, your parents, a grandparent. Something happened back then that is still causing hurt and pain that now you're bringing into your marriage. Yeah. And you need to address it because if you don't, It's going to continue to eat away at you. It's going to continue to eat away at your marriage, which we don't want that to happen. And we know you don't want that to happen. You don't want it to, you don't want to be in this place. You want to be full and alive in in embracing your spouse and your kids Mm -hmm. during this time of year. And we didn't know what we didn't know, right? We didn't know that this thing called marriage actually takes effort and intentionality. We didn't know that. I honestly believe, like guys, if I could take you back to my wedding day on October 5th, 1996, I think that 22-year-old girl thought it was going to be rainbows and unicorns every day. Sure as heck didn't expect to have to work at it. And the first 10 years of our marriage reflect that attitude, right? I didn't know that I was going to have to be intentional. I didn't know that there were people and resources out there that we could tap into. I really thought when we were having all of our struggles and putting on our happy face, that we were the only ones who had a messed up marriage. 
which is a big part of the reason why you will find Tony and I behind these microphones week in and week out to say, just like that, that uh, hug that I read at the top of the show, when she's like, you've normalized this for me. You've let me know that I'm not alone. Right. That's why we do this show, because when you're going through this, you're not alone. Right. We've got to be able to we've got to be able to get past our own stubbornness. Right. Because sometimes when you're faking it, that's coming out of a place of pride. And sometimes your pride or your ego is substantially larger than the quality of your marriage. And I'm going to tell you, if that's the case, you need to check yourself. Right. So there's a stubborn and there's pride. There's there's this lack of knowledge. Guys, you got to get equipped. Right. If there are skills that you are lacking in your marriage, it is the most powerful, empowering thing that you can do to say, you know what? Our communication's not where it needs to be. Our trust level isn't where it needs to be. Our financial planning is not where it needs to be. We probably need help. Mm-hmm. Seek out that help. And you're doing it here. You're doing it here. You're taking that first step of going, I'm learning. I'm mm-hmm. listening. I'm going to apply what I hear today. You know, let others speak into your life. Allow somebody to speak life into you. Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you know, what's, I I notice this is happening. Mm -hmm. Lots of times we'll we'll get defensive because we're like, no, that's not me. And really, if, if you think about it, it's, there's probably some truth to it and you need to listen to it. I was reading a book recently um, it's called the miracle morning. And I, and I really love this book and I'm going to, I'll put a, a link to this book cause Elisa and I are actually doing this uh, ourselves. And then within the position of the month club, we're going to start doing the miracle morning with all the position of the month club members starting January 1st mm-hmm. or January 2nd, right there. Um, so if you want to check out position, of the month club, just go to position of the month But at the end of the book, he talks about an email, sending out an email to 20 people, 25 people Mm -hmm. and asking them for their feedback. Mm -hmm. What are your strengths? What are your, what are your weaknesses? And as I read it, I was like, Oh no, because, and and I'm going to do it. But my first reaction was no, because when you hear your weaknesses, Mm -hmm. our first line of defense is we are going to defend ourselves and say, no, we're not. And yet people have a different perspective and they see something Mm -hmm. that can honestly enlighten us, spark a change in us, help us to see ourselves in a different way that we probably don't see because we've been growing up this way. We've been told that word. We even tell ourselves that this is who we are. And yet we're not. It's all part of that faking it. And Mm -hmm. we want to equip you with an understanding of what you can do to break out of the cycle of faking it. So you can answer the question, you know, are we going to make it with Yes, because I'm going to do everything that I can do. And, and one way to not have to fake things, in all honesty, and, and starting in the bedroom is to take advantage of that special from Gainswave, right? Because Gainswave is that revolutionary therapy that's treating ED at the source. Not only does it provide lasting results, but it's a more realistic alternative to ED medications. So text the word OEM to 313131 for $150 off your Gainswave treatment or visit gainswave.com slash special for the discounted therapy price. I love it. That's one big way and one huge step. I know for for you. So so take that step if you're dealing with ED right now. So the first thing that you need to do 
is you need to ask yourself the question, have I been faking it in my marriage? And I'm not just talking about in the bedroom. I'm talking faking, are we good? Faking is our communication good? Is our trust good? Are our finances good? Have you been faking it? Have you been pretending that we're okay because you don't want to face the truth that you aren't? And, and can I say this? For, for these, I would suggest getting out a pad of paper. Mm-hmm. If you're a journaler, if you're a scriber, whatever you want to call yourself, this is the time to put that question at the top of your page. And I'm going to say it again here. Have I been faking it in my marriage? Mm-hmm. And take some time. Because if you say yes, it's totally cool. I mean, be honest with yourself. The only person that's going to gain from this is you and your spouse. Because if you can say yes, and then you can say, this is where I've been faking it. I have been faking it around my in-laws because of this. Or I have been faking it around my wife because I'm frustrated with this. Or You know, you begin to process that. I'm not saying you got to tell them all of it right now and, and just dump it. This is a time of processing, mm-hmm. being truthful, taking off the masks that are holding you back from truly being loved and loving your spouse. You know, as you're asking yourself these questions, you know, and, and they may look different as you're processing it. I, I know a lot of my coaching clients, well, they know I'm a huge fan of journaling mm-hmm. and it, it's a great way to really go through your thought process and it's actually very um, therapeutic for you to see and experience the thoughts literally going from your head down your hand and out onto paper, right? And just, just understand and explore with yourself. Don't be afraid, folks. Don't be afraid of what might show up on that paper, right? Don't let your fears be more important than your marriage because that's where the faking it comes in, right? You're, you're so scared you don't want to face what's actually going on because I know a lot of you are curious, You're thinking, are we just going to like grit and bear it through the holidays? You're wondering, is my marriage going to make it? And as you're you're doing your journaling, think back to where this is coming from too. Mm -hmm. You know, not only am I faking it, but where is this pain, this hurt, where is it coming from? Because again, for us during this holiday season... After we lost Andrew, that pain, I knew where it was from, and yet it wasn't until I really started uncovering and just taking back the layers that I began to learn why I was faking it, mm-hmm. you know, why that was happening in me and me putting up the facade, the masks. So think about that as well, because if you can find that root issue, then we can start something. Absolutely. And, and some of you might be curious, and, and we actually put together a quiz, is my marriage going to make it? And you can check that out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash going to make it. Um, go, it. It's just a couple of questions. It's not like it's this crazy, like it's going to take you hours. Mm-mm. Folks, it's just, it's, it's going to take you less than five minutes. Less than five minutes to just go through this. And then, you know, after you've been asking yourself these questions, next you need to ask yourself, what have I truly done to help my marriage? Because a lot of you are experiencing disconnect and you're looking at your spouse going, well, it's, it's his fault. It's her fault. If she would do this, if he would do this, but I want you to stop looking outward and come back inward. Cause if you've been faking it, that's inside of you. Now, how long would you say somebody should maybe journal before they go into this step though? You know, because I think there's that process through journaling sure. and you don't want to cut that too short. 
before you go into this next step? I think you keep asking yourself, you know, one of, one of the most powerful techniques is to say, you know, as you're answering a question like this, well, what else? Or is there anything else? And when you get to the, you know, like, like you could say, you know, I'm really, I could say, I'm really angry at Tony because, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So when, when we lost Andrew and I was just in my really bad spot and, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm so depressed, right? Well, is there anything else? Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the loss of not being able to hold my baby this Christmas. Is there anything else? I feel isolated from other people that have their children around them. Is there anything? And see how I keep taking it? And when you get to the point where you're like, my heart is broken, like that, w- that would have been that story mm-hmm. for me all the way down to like drilling it down. I-, I just have this deep, deep sense of loss and disconnection. When you get to the point where you can't answer the question, is there anything else? that's when you know you've done it. For some of you, that may be a five minute process. For some of you, it may be, you know, 30 minutes or longer. I I don't want to give you a a set amount of time Mm -hmm. because you're all different. Right. In the key word though, and I love that you brought this up because the key here is that if you can answer, is there anything else? Then the process keeps going Mm -hmm. on. If you answer the question, is there anything else? You answer the question, you ask it again, and you can't answer, then you've come to the end of that. Right. And then you can move on to next. And the next part is saying, you know, like I said a couple minutes ago, what have I truly done to help my marriage? Because if if you say, well, I've been complaining about this or I've been nagging him or her, that doesn't count. Because let me tell you, you've probably already figured out that the complaining and the nagging is not working. So just because you've done it doesn't mean that you're actually accomplishing anything, right? Have you tried coaching? Good grief. We just talked about the fact that, that getting help is actually the, one of the most beneficial things that you can do, but have you done it? Some of you are going to be able to say yes, but I bet a lot of you are going to say no. We haven't done that, right? We, we haven't actually worked with someone. On our marriage. And if you're interested in working with me, I know you hear a lot of my coaching stories and stuff throughout the shows. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. There's a whole page of information there. Mm-hmm. You and, and you can also sign up for coaching there as well if you'd like to take that step on, in your journey. Absolutely. You know, what books have you looked at? What workshops have you done? What action? Because I want to ask you a question. And it's a question that we've asked each other over the years. What would our marriage look like if we both gave a hundred percent at the same time? What would it look like? What would your marriage look like if you both gave a hundred percent at the same time? Right? You want to know if you're going to make it. That's, that's a great place to start. What if we both get all in? That's kind of a crazy thought. Yeah. And going back to the books and the workshops, think about what you're getting your hands on right? Here's something I want to share about books that I think I really learned over this last year or two. If I get a book and I'm reading through it and and I think this, and I'm going to, and I'm going to say, I don't think I know I had an issue with, if I picked up a book, I had to read it all the way through. It's part of our schooling, right? You pick up a book, you got to read it. And in the last couple of years, I really got to a point where if I picked up a book and I got what I needed out of it, I could put it down and move on. Mm-hmm. Or if I was going through and it just wasn't hitting on the topics that were that pertain to me or felt like it wasn't aligned with who I was or who I am, 
I would set it down. So don't be afraid to pick up books, you know, even from your library. Go. If it doesn't align, move on. But if you grab something out of it, move on. A quick story on that. One of my good buddies, he read, oh, I just forgot, Bondage Breaker. Yes. Picked up Bondage Breaker on my suggestion. We were talking about it. He read through like 30-something pages. He told me, he goes, Tony, I got to this one page. It was like 30-something, 33, 34, whatever. He goes, I got to it. He goes, it was done. I go, what do you mean it was done? He goes, I was healed right there. I put the book down down because I, I was done. And, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and I said, have you picked it up since? Have you, have you read through it? He goes, no. He goes, I realized what Jesus did on the cross for me. And he goes, I was done. I'm like, okay. So do know that. Mm-hmm. And if a book resonates with you and you're like, man, I love it. it. It really hit home. Don't be afraid to go back and start it over and read it again and highlight it and, and note taking and what whatever it may be. For workshops, going deeper to the next level, next in January, put this on your calendar. We're going to be opening up our Love Deeper workshop. So make sure you, you look for that. We're going to open that up. And it's huge because we go over an 18-page report, the Symbus report. And it will unlock a ton of stuff for you and your spouse. At the end of the day, don't keep wondering if your marriage is going to make it. Mm-mm. Right? Stop the wonder and start taking action to make sure that you do make it. Right? It, it, it's a process. Healing your marriage is a journey. It, it was a journey to get to this point where you are faking it all the time. It's going to be a journey to get out of that. But you got to take the first step. You got to make an action step. Yeah. And I would say, go to our quiz. Is my marriage going to make it? com slash going to make it. Start there. Take the action step. Start journaling. Get on that journaling step. You know, is that it? Is that all? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Because with it, there's healing on the other side of it. And healing is a process that happens when we take action. We don't let an open wound just sit there and hope it heals. We put ointment on it. We put a bandage on it. We want it to heal. The same thing needs to happen with your soul and your heart. We love you guys. We wish you the happiest of holiday and the merriest of Christmas. We're going to be back, but we want you to know this year you don't have to fake it. You can live it. You can live it. You can have joy and you can experience the fullness of it. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.